Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. It feels good to be back in the Raging Robot Party Cast recording studio, which conspicuously looks like a kitchen. Actually, this is a dining room area. This intro is getting awkward. That's Ryan. I'm Josh. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing good. How about you, Josh? <laughs> Can you tell we took a week off? <laughs> Yeah, we thought you got rid of us, but nope, we're not that easy. And hopefully you won't notice that we took a week off if this comes out when I want it to. Um, So, uh, didn't record last week because apparently I had strep and didn't know it, but it explained a lot of why I was feeling like hot garbage for the past month, so cool. Uh, Feeling better now-ish and doing all right. Yeah, it definitely happens. I think last time I had an infection, it went for two weeks. Seriously, it'll just go for a week, and I'll just fight it off, and my friend's like, you know you're going to eventually get pneumonia. I'm like, if I die, I die. If I die, I die. Uh, Yeah, I'm on antibiotics, which kind of makes me feel worse in some ways, but better in others, so woohoo. So uh, I hear there's a big convention thing over the weekend that we're going to talk about at length. Perhaps too much of a link. Or maybe a link that's perfectly comfortable for you to be determined. Yeah. <laughs> I believe this weekend we just got over the Gathering of the Nerds. Their own trip to Mecca. Uh, San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> I had already filled in the blank with Gathering of the Juggalos. And I'm like, huh, I didn't know that fell the same weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, they actually, in all honesty, probably run better than <laughs> San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, I can believe that. <laughs> If you actually look at it, like, Gathering of the Juggalos have, like, tents out there, they oh, have yeah. water, they have medical, they have air conditioning. It's like, they set up probably the safest yeah. music festival out of everyone. It's like its own little microcosm. Yeah. Um, since we were last in the studio, I told you guys that I would be starting therapy. I done did that. Um, feels pretty good. And even just after that first session, like, I at least had a lot more clarity than I used to have, and I don't know, things make a lot more sense, and I'm a little bit more comfortable in my own skin now, so it's cool, and uh, if you're struggling with anything, get help for it, because it, it works. <laughs> so. Yeah, it definitely does, that's good. Um, thinking about housekeeping, uh, made some good burgers yesterday. We were talking about the uh, cast iron skillet Ryan has in his kitchen. I made some burgers on the same type of cast iron. Um, Basically, okay, so bear in mind, I'm new to cooking things, so this is probably the same way everyone does it, but got some patties, smushed them down, uh, seasoned them with some hickory rub, and then folded it up to where the seasoning was inside, and then uh, rubbed it down with Sweet Baby Ray's, and then did like a glob of it, and then folded that back over to where it was like barbecue infused, and then cooked it. And it smelled fantastic, and I want to like bottle that scent as a cologne, and <laughs> just smell like deliciousness all day. But they were pretty good. I was like, oh, good job, me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I didn't do burgers. I was a topper, but I worked at a. What do you refer to the sit-down restaurants? Well, quick service. Food service, but what were they like? Not fast food, but the in between. Um, I think that's it. It's quick service, right? Quick service, yeah. yeah. I worked at a quick service restaurant that those were starting to pop back up in the early 2000s. I don't think they quite made the impact in the <laughs> industry that everyone thought they would, where they would kill the fast food entirely, but they're still around. What place was it? 
Uh, five Guys. Hmm. Five Guys is pretty good stuff. Yeah. It's Norman Osborne's favorite burger restaurant, canonically. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people in D.C., as I learned, because down here in Texas, when I worked there, we'd have so many people come to the door going, I used to eat this every day in D.C. I'm so happy. I'm like, I didn't realize we had so many people from Washington, D.C. here. <laughs> cool. I mean, it makes sense. we got a lot of government stuff down here. Yeah, so. we do. Checks out. Um, any housekeeping stuff you want to get into? Uh, yeah, um, I think I mentioned it last time, uh, because of the length that we had, I've actually been able to play and beat through Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, nice. I know, I think I had mentioned that I started it. So I beat it, I beat, uh, I got the secret ending already, so I'm currently on pause deciding what I want to do. Alright, that's cool. Uh, it's a lot of fun, <laughs> it was good, uh, slightly frustrating the X-Files uh, I guess we just don't ever get a true ending thing. <laughs> oh, fun. It's going to keep going. And so it's like, uh, we've ended one saga, now begins the next saga. We're going <laughs> to see. I was looking at this in slight spoilers for 10 to 12-year-old games now. Uh, so the words all will be explained in Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. I believe that is the secret ending of Kingdom Hearts 2. I believe those words to be a huge lie if it <laughs> comes to anything to do with Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yes. So those words are in Kingdom Hearts 2. Earth right. by Sleep, the game, did not come out till five years later. Hmm. So I'm like, uh, it doesn't exactly <laughs> give you a lot of confidence that I'm going to get any sort of closure before me yeah. to 60. Going, I did it. <laughs> so our story's done. Yay. He's but so old see. now. Yeah. <laughs> But so, still wearing ridiculous clothes. Still so many zippers. <laughs> no one will ever understand the zippers. Like, I mean, the man makes a lot of choices with his fashion designs. Nobody ever got it as bad as Titus from Final Fantasy X. Yeah. That outfit is hot garbage. But I still love that game, and that character is fine. Yeah. <laughs> we could have an house. Hop, <laughs> uh off my discussion about something like that in a second but oh man yeah i did that i've been continuing to watch extreme ghostbusters still Ooh. a good show i'm glad that you're still checking that out because it's a lot of fun it is as you said a lot more green <laughs> considering that one of the main running jokes throughout the series that kylie isn't a screamer or a baker yeah there's a lot of adult material yeah. hidden throughout this series yeah and there's a lot of adult material related to this series online. <laughs> that there is. Did I mention that, um, not related to what I just said, but did I mention that she is also a character in the IDW um, Ghostbusters comic books? Is she? Yeah, she runs uh, Ray's bookshop for a while, and okay. I think eventually becomes a Ghostbuster. So, largely a very similar character design, uh, just as her hair pulled back, but pretty much the same. So I can see it. It's pretty cool. And I think they've just brought the whole team back at a certain point. Like, all of the Ghostbusters canons just eventually merge in those books at a certain time. They're really good. Check them out if you never have. Funny that you mentioned multiverses. We'll get into that later. But. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, over on the Instagram page, still <laughs> doing toy picks like always. I've just been reviewing the vintage figures I've gotten in lately. And that's been fun. Um, 
<laughs> I've, I've noticed that like it's nice to have this space outside where I can regularly shoot, but it also kind of makes everything look the same. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. That is a bit of an issue. And the second thing I did is, uh, I guess we'll talk about it. GTA Online just dropped their casino yesterday. Ah, uh, yes. Now everyone has a gambling problem. Yes, yeah, a bunch of online nerds can have a gambling problem. As though uh, they weren't scratching their itches with loot boxes before. Or yeah. <laughs> it's fun. I will say that, uh... The blackjack is definitely not realistic odds. Yeah, that upsets me because I'm actually pretty good at blackjack, and I don't know why, but I'm a ringer at it. And... We can try it after if you want, but yeah, like, when me and my friend were playing yesterday, I think he was saying five in a row, the dealer hit 20. Yeah, that doesn't Which quite is not seem right. Yeah, not right or realistic odds at all. <laughs> uh, I understand the appeal of roulette now. Oh, yeah, it's just... Whoop. This, yeah, like, <laughs> when me and him were playing seriously, just holding that left button and watching it spin and go closer <laughs> and closer, and I'm like, oh, I get it. I get where gambling addiction comes from now, because... It's all brain chemicals. It is. I, uh... I got fiber at my house, finally. Did you? The internet, not actual, like, fiber, like Metamucil. And... Uh, <laughs> I told you maybe in the past that I got to a certain point in the game Destiny, and then every time I would try to advance, the server would just be like, I don't know, bye! Um, since I'm working on a wired connection now, it seems like it does fine, so knock on wood, I'll finally be able to finish all the DLC for that and have it off my list, because I really enjoyed that game, and I was upset that I would never finish it the whole way. So it seems like it was just my DSL-based Wi-Fi over the fact that the servers are probably sparking it on fire at this point because it's been years. Yeah, that's fun. Oh, I forgot to mention, I bought Division 2 and uh, have been playing it. Uh, it's fun. Once again, it's Destiny, <laughs> but with Tom Clancy instead of sci-fi, so... Okay, so, you know, protecting and or fighting the government. Yeah, more or less... Uh, a species outbreak and I guess fight for New York happened because the president went down over Washington, D.C. So I think now you're helping the vice president. Alright. I hope it's not said in today's times because ain't nobody gonna do that. No. Uh, <laughs> I think the president in the first game was like, they expected Hillary Clinton. Mm. And so I think they As downed Hillary Park. Clinton to put in a Donald Trump replacement. To get more realistic, because there was a bunch of stuff that was lined up after the election that a lot of things got it wrong. Yeah. There were a lot of things that were pandering on Hillary Clinton winning the election <laughs> that did not work out. Uh, we'd be in a somewhat better place, I think, but who knows? Well, yeah, I think that goes without saying. Eh, shoulda, coulda, woulda, but... Oh, man. Um, Alright, so... You've never been to San Diego Comic-Con, right? No. I've been to one of the ones in Austin. That's about it. Uh, I made my trip six years ago now. Nice. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I was still a newbie at it, so I spent all my time down on the floor. Which is it's part of the yeah. quintessential con experience. Is you <laughs> end up doing that at least once before you figure out panels are a lot more fun than yeah, walking around. around the floor for 
quad six hours a day. Yeah, my problem with cons is I don't like lines and I don't like crowds, so I'm doomed. <laughs> but I do like merch shops, so. Yeah, it's a 50-50. It's a double-edged uh, sword. Assassin's Creed Black Flag was there. Oh, sweet. And they uh, flew out. They brought in a floating museum that's an actual pirate ship. And that's pretty cool. Just switched out the sails to look like the Assassin's Creed, <laughs> uh, the Jack Doll, which was the ship in Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Uh, I saw a display demo for the first Watch Dogs game. Oh, fun. Three features they showed off. Weren't in the game. <laughs> Half implicated. All right. <laughs> None of them worked as they showed them off to us. It was the online mode. And so online was, I guess, supposed to work like Dark Souls, where you were an invader. Okay. And they were supposed to be able to chase you back to your game. Hmm. And so that got watered down to a tag game, basically. Uh, Fair enough. The random encounters, and I think a lot of people figured this out. There are random encounters in uh, Watch Dogs, and I was just thinking, they're, they're really stupid. Uh, you have to stop the crime that's going to happen. Okay. It was supposed to be a 50-50 shot of whether or not a crime was actually supposed to happen. Hmm. And so that was not implicated. A crime would happen every single time, and you had to jump out at the right moment. Excuse and me, so you is this out, a crime? Yeah, it was literally that, and I think uh, Yahtzee and the Escapist explained it best when uh, you simply jump out, and he just, like, apparently the criminal just goes, well, you ruined the mood, and then just leaves. Because if you jump out when he's pulling the gun out, it won't do anything. You have to jump out when he has the gun pointed at them. Huh. Or it will fail the mission, and the criminal and the person will just walk off. Seems and so little... that wasn't implicated. And then uh, the good and bad system, the vigilante <laughs> slash hero or anti-hero, I forget what it was, whatever the dark and light system was in the game. If you stole money in broad daylight, that was supposed to make your hero status go down. Hmm. That is not the case in the game. You can steal as much money from whoever you want. And you face no consequences in the game for it. Nice. Yeah. So all right. three of those systems for that demo I watched, <laughs> not fully implicated. And then uh, yeah, I that's... saw the final panel for Warehouse 13. I think I remember I, you telling me about that. Yeah, I love that show. I have it sitting over there on Blu-ray. <laughs> uh, my Comic-Con experience was I bought some prints and... I saw CM Punk, but did not wait in line for it. Yeah. Destiny goes, hey, you want to go get a picture or something? And I said, nope, so I'm fine from here. And <laughs> we just carried on. <laughs> yeah, that was part of my experience, too, is I was trying to. I went as an empty child, which is something from Doctor Who. And so I tried to get the signature of one of them while I was in costume, but I couldn't find him. I think the, <laughs> the third thing was... Or one of the other things that I was laughing at is I was also meeting an author there. Oh, that's cool. And I was trying to find, I'm like, I'm at the world's largest nerd convention. I, they have to sell his books somewhere in here. He's a fantasy author. So I'm like, let's yeah, find a book so. selling booth. So I'm going around. And I come across the first booth that actually sells books. <laughs> and I see it. I'm like, okay, cool. And I look down at it. And Ron L. Hubbard. I look at the next one. Ron L. Hubbard. I look at the next one, Ron L. Hubbard. I'm like, why does that sound so familiar? I realized 
Oh, this is a Scientology booth that I ran away. <laughs> so I one voice, uh, as I'm searching, the first time I walked by, I guess they had just opened. It was the Suicide Girls booth. Oh, sweet. And so there was no one standing there, and they were all just sort of gathered around in a circle. And then when I walked by again, there were suddenly a hundred guys just standing there trying to take pictures of their <laughs> Really, people? I apparently worked with one of them at a certain point. Did you? Yeah. I found out, like, um, I think it was when I was training people, and everybody who I was training started adding me on Facebook. And I was like, oh, didn't expect that, but cool. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, never been a... able to get tickets again. <laughs> that was an important website when I was a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a lotto system, and I just never won the lottery again, so. Oh, that's unusual. It, it was the only way. It was basically a lotto system anyways of whether or not your computer would crash before you got the San Diego Comic-Con tickets. Yeah. So now it is just, yeah, 100% lotto. And I think I've gotten through the lotto, but I've only been able to get Friday and Sunday which are both days for toy collectors, and, like, I don't need either toy collector day. <laughs> I would. I know, and <laughs> if you get, like, the preview night on Thursday, that's the big thing, and that's where you see people buy, like, 60 of the action things and throw them in the back of vans and drive away. Mm-hmm. That is for show because stuff gets scalped super hard. Yeah. And like I said, my dad discovered scalping that day and tried, and <laughs> just didn't get anything popular enough except for... The Gunpla, which is a really bizarre market that I don't know how to do, sort of like, we're probably stuck with those Gunpla for now. Um, were they exclusive in any way? Yeah. You still have them? Yeah. I could probably appraise them. Alright. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm surprised that Bandai's Gunpla series has held on like it has over here, but it's actually pretty damn big. Yeah. <laughs> so... I'm at yeah, least happy with that because there's almost none of it on TV. I think there's about to be again on Adult Swim, oh, the Toonami block, but I don't think I set my DVR to record that. That sucks. Yeah, I know. I think Pink Bear Pink Bear Guy, which is from Gundam Builders. Yeah. And uh, I believe fighters. I have a jobber enemy, but one of the exclusive jobber enemies. And then I think I have... Was it a Unicron? Unicorn? Yeah, Unicorn. I think I have one of the Unicorn Gundams. Shit, I might buy that from you. Unicorn's right. one of my favorites. Um, no, especially if, like, because it's probably been a couple years out that those have probably actually appreciated in value because there was only so many of them. Yeah. So, yeah, let me know which ones you have. I'll check them out. Okay, yeah, definitely. But, like I said, I've never won the lottery again. <laughs> going every single year is a bit trickier. I think now it is. Yeah, can imagine. It's because it's everyone's thing now. Yeah. <laughs> whether or not you like it, whether or not you believe Twilight ruined it. <laughs> I think it was about two to three years after the Twilight ruined Comic-Con thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a fandom. Let them enjoy their thing. <laughs> it was. But, you know, we go back to one of the bases, you were saying you came across some cool toys and things, right? 
Oh yeah, I'm consulting the list right now. Um, it is a massive list, so I'm not going to cover everything, but just the things that interested me at the moment in time of things coming out. Um, starting with, because Comic-Con, alongside um, New York Toy Fair, is where a lot of new stuff gets announced. So I guess I will start with Mattel, who is crossing over WWE and Masters of the Universe. Um, alongside launching a classic version of Masters of the Universe, they're also doing a mashup series where characters from wrestling are done with the body style of Masters of the Universe. And they're pretty cool. <laughs> like, normally mashup figures or merch just does not do anything for me at all. Like, they did the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Ghostbusters, didn't like it. They did the wrestler um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles didn't like it but these are like that makes sense to go together actually i can see that yeah they're both like muscle-bound weirdos so looks like we've got triple h as kind of a skeletor stand-in with his entrance armor okay yeah um the best entrance triple h ever had yes we've got a finn balor with uh in his demon persona with like tendril whip accessory things we've got the ultimate warrior who's basically just the ultimate warrior <laughs> sergeant slaughter style in the gi joe <laughs> man that is something i wish they would do uh they just recently put up looks like earlier this week that they're doing one of the new day as the many faces style figure and it looks like the face will change to each member of them i would have to assume so that's awesome uh, in the meantime, I believe I did mention there's a Macho Man as well. A couple others, but yeah, that looks awesome, and I'm going to have to get on that. Uh, they did finally announce the She-Ra and the Princesses of Power doll line, which um, I showed Presley, and she literally screamed. <laughs> um, so those are in our future. I do hope that they make action figures as well, but I'm not holding my breath considering... Mattel's girl-centric things, um, WWE Superstars and DC Superhero Girls, the action figures, did not seem to sell at all. So I think we were the only people that supported it. Um, yeah, it's a tough market for the smaller ones to try and bust through in particular just because in today's society, I still think we see dolls as girls and then uh, yeah, action figures as boys. Yeah, I mean, they were action figures for girls, so I don't understand. And a lot of times they would just straight up be placed in the boy section, too, which yeah. I don't necessarily even believe in having a boy and girl toy section because with my kid, I'm just like, play with whatever you want. I don't care. Yeah. So, um, well, again, Polly Pocket versus Max. Yeah, I found some Mighty Max toys recently at, yeah. uh, uh, what's that place? Steven's Collectibles, but I didn't buy them. Um... Square Enix is still doing Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy toys, because of course they are. Uh, NECA's doing a Burning Godzilla from the Godzilla movie that just came out recently. Okay. It looks sick. Um, <laughs> what else did I want to talk about? I know that they are also doing the Ghostbusters and WWE crossover, which... It's cool, but I don't necessarily know if I'm about it. Um, yeah, they look cool. Uh, Undertaker looks interesting as yeah, a ghost. A ghost with just purple, <laughs> and it's like, I guess that kind of works. Made of ectoplasm or something. Yeah. 
Who doesn't want a goo Undertaker? Uh. I don't think I ever saw a price, but to talk about it, the largest Transformer ever. It's got to be at least five hundred dollars. Yeah, because they did like I would think like probably fifteen hundred. Yeah, it's a gigantic size to scale Unicron from Transformers the movie. Uh, Everything on it transforms. It is. I assumed it would just be a repeat of the old Armada one, but nope. It's brand new, and it looks real cool, but again, I'll probably never be able to afford that, so, yeah, or uh, store it, even. Because what are they saying, uh, 50 pieces to transform it? Yeah, that's a lot of steps. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of, I don't know, do a lot of the modern-day Transformers still do, like, the complicated Lego-style transform? Um, They've gotten better. Yeah. Because it seemed like in when I first got into them... They were overly complex. Yeah, that's one of the ones like I yeah. remember specifically being given a transformer and not being able to do it. Yeah, <laughs> but they're still complex to a degree. But you can parse it out eventually without the instructions. Okay. And a lot of it has to do with them moving away from the overly kibbly Michael Bay designs. All right. Um, the more square or at a certain shape you are, the better. Um, also on the. WWE Masters of the Universe, uh, they are making a ring, which I didn't expect. It looks really cool. Uh, looks like John Cena is He-Man, which I guess that checks out. Uh, um... Okay, I kind of want to just like John Cena is He-Man and Drake Maverick is Adam. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> uh, trying to find... Oh, they are continuing the Mega Constructs line. Uh, thank God. Still haven't found Wave 5, but it uh, looks like they are getting way into Game of Thrones. Those dragons look awesome. Um, bad time for them to do it, but at least the toys look cool. Yeah, the Game of Thrones writers actually dropped out Yeah, of Comic-Con this year. <laughs> we gotta Busy go... Or not, it's tough to say, but... We gotta go work on Star Wars, maybe. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, they are continuing the Masters of the Universe line and Mega Constructs as well, so good for them. Uh, looks like Hasbro is making some Overwatch figures still. Uh, I do not own any of them, and I do not play Overwatch, but the toys look fantastic, so <laughs> good on them. That's cool. Have they done them before? It feels like I'm sure they, they probably before, yeah. had Figmas of them. Um, they are making Lebowski Thor. <laughs> as a Marvel Universe. Looks like okay. he's a Build-A-Figure. That's good to see a realistic body superhero action figure out there. Oh, yeah. that's uh, I don't regularly collect uh, Marvel Legends, but that would be one that I would want to hunt down. But unfortunately, he's one where you, I think you got to buy a whole wave to get him. Okay. Uh, Super 7 made reaction figures of Ninja Turtles. They certainly look like reaction figures. <laughs> they certainly do. Uh, is that the new show? No, it's uh, the old style ones. They just made them in the old um, 80s Kenner style, which okay. <laughs> never existed for Ninja Turtles. <laughs> um, well, you're never too late to bring it back. So. Yeah. yeah. The Playmate style was very distinct, but those have been reissued out the butt, so whatever. Uh, Mattel continues to make Jurassic Park stuff. 
Uh, here is their six-inch Ian Malcolm, who has been posed seductively, but he is wearing a shirt, so it doesn't quite work. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, Jeff Goldblum will always be there. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, McFarlane is apparently making toys which look pretty good. Um, well, McFarlane always looks good. You just can't really do a whole lot with them once you have it. But they announced uh, they're doing Mortal Kombat toys, and they look awesome. Okay. And they look fairly mobile and poseable. I forgot that was one of the things I actually met him to, quote-unquote. Oh, nice. Stepped into the room. He signed the piece of paper because he did the toy line for Black Flag. Oh, yeah, so yeah. So stepped in, he signed the toy the toy uh, flyer for Black Flag and stepped back out. And <laughs> heaven knows that thing probably got thrown away by now. But. Yeah. I mean, at least it looks like scorpion is fairly movable yeah but i could also be wrong and that's just a static boost for him but it looks like he's got joints and everything like sub-zero certainly does Looks I like think he... these armageddon almost they don't look they don't look like they're 9 through 11 um i assumed they were from 11 because i know that the sub-zero head design was anyway yeah it's um, Mortal Kombat 11, Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Those are the only ones they've announced so far, but I assume they'll make more. Uh, they're only $20, so I will try to grab those. I guess you can probably pull the mask down then. Maybe. Um, I'd say neither one of them wore a mask in 11, except for yeah. Classic Scorpion. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they had an alternate head. Yeah. Uh, NECA's still doing Alien and Predator... Still doing Kinner homages, which is awesome, because that was a big chunk of my childhood was that toy line. Uh, NECA's still making Ninja Turtles. They look good. Too expensive for my blood. Oh, this is Storm Collectibles, so nobody can afford them. Did Disney ever put out, or forgive me, Nickelodeon ever put out uh, toys for the new... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're on the shelf right now. Okay. Um, they look cool, but I was literally collecting the 2012 ones at the very end and never completed a set. Okay. And went, oh, well, okay then. <laughs> Just didn't want to mismatch them. Okay. Yeah, the 2012 show was fantastic, but I have not watched Rise, but it seems like it's fine. I watched. I guess the one prior to the 2012. Uh, 07? Yeah, I think 07. No, that was a movie. There's one somewhere in between. I would IMDb Teenage Ninja Turtles, but there's not much of a point. <laughs> I watched one of them, whichever one used to run on Fox. Oh, yeah, it was the anime-ish one. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was... I think it was sometime in the aughts. Yeah, it was sometime around then, but Um, I burned all that pretty quick, so unless I find something that really jumps out at me, I'll let you know. Oh wow, they're making World Heroes collectibles. Okay. Yeah, and so to get into some of the more panels and some of the stuff that was announced and talked about, uh we were going through and looking through this earlier. Uh, to start at the top, forgive me a second. Uh, 
Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was announced to have its, that this season would be the last season, and then they went and did the panel. Yep, it is, uh, someone took their hand off the button, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. finally got canceled. Yeah, it's surprising that it made it this long, and this is, in all honesty, probably Disney's attempt to cut all ties with anything television before yeah. they went to the streaming service. Makes sense, but so, yeah. yeah. this is probably the exact same thing that happened to Netflix. And Honestly, we'll get to the Netflix in a minute, but wouldn't surprise me if they just spat them out over there. I'm sure they'll at least be hosted on it. Uh, the question going to be, uh, it's the same actor, but it seems to be a different universe for the Ghost Rider series. So hmm. Hulu has started production on their Ghost Rider series. Sweet. So we're getting Robbie Reyes. As well, we should. And I think they're saying that's going to be more emotional this time, which I can definitely see because they didn't really dive too deep into a lot of the emotional stuff with Robbie Reyes, which is kind of yeah, Robbie the Reyes strong is a good guy. over the other three, three <laughs> right? Ghost Riders? Um, to my knowledge, there's two. two. Well, yeah. there's the classic cowboy one, too, so there's yeah. three. Over the other three, uh, they aired the pilot for Batwoman. I guess it doesn't... It feels a lot of people are saying, like, the first episode of Arrow, which is both a good and bad thing, because Stephen O'Mell didn't really act for the first season <laughs> of Arrow. I'm just like, I remember the first episode of Arrow being pretty good. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but it's still cheesy, and, yeah, a lot of the first season of the ep- of Arrow is him kind of just growling at things. Yeah. I guess they're saying that's kind of the issue with Ruby Rose, is that she looks good in the costume, she does a lot of fun things. But her sister and I guess what's Lucius Fox's son? Okay, yeah. They're going to be <laughs> the supporting cast in this, and they're saying that they carry the show, which feels closer to Flash to me. Yeah, because Flash was very heavily carried by uh, ancillary characters. Yes. Before they ruined him in the third season. Forgive me a second. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Cisco. Yeah. Cisco was the voice of the person that was always having fun. And then <laughs> they made him emo in the third season and it completely almost killed the third season of Flash. But yeah, yeah. that happened. Uh, we got another trailer for Watchmen. Uh, a bit more story explained. Okay. I still not seeing that much Watchmen. <laughs> it's kind of cool because we're like, oh, look. That hero showed up. Oh, look. That hero is there. Beyond that, it really feels like they wanted who watches the Watchmen, but they didn't want anything else about Watchmen (laughs) other than just that say. Okay. And so that's why I'm looking at it like, okay, so we're seeing a bit more Nixon this time. We see some of the other heroes. It seems like it's going to be really big on cops versus cops that wear masks versus vigilantes seems to be the big thing. And I'm like, I don't think any of that other than who watches the Watchmen really chives with what Watchmen was about, but it's also been quite a while since I've seen the film or read the book. So Yeah, book's always worth the read. Um, just a few I did forget. It does look like the SH Figure Arts by Bandai series finally has a Jiren from Dragon Ball Super because okay. for a long time they didn't. And just at everybody else, so if you're into big beefy alien men, um I guess buy that. Uh Neck is Can I leave Jaren to you? Yes you can. <laughs> Alright. Um, 
and NECA is making the King of the Monsters version of Rodan to accompany their Godzilla and Mothra. So would have to assume that um, King Ghidorah is on the way, but yeah. <laughs> uh, the animated Harley Quinn, which is an adult cartoon. Mm, I think. Adult. <laughs> yes, quote unquote adult. We'll see how adult it gets, but. <laughs> Violence and gore-wise, yes. Animated by Zone. <laughs> Violence and gore-wise, it is. It looks funny. It looks really good. I'm definitely looking forward to that. I yeah, it looked good. I'm going to sign up for DC Universe. Yeah, um, it's been out a while, and I still haven't. So. Let's <laughs> say I may and just sit down and start rereading Batman. Oh yeah, I forget it's a reader too. Yeah, because it has all the DC comics, and to me, that's actually probably more impressive than. <laughs> watching Titans, though I understand Titans is a good series, but... <laughs> Fuck Titans. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh... can watch one whole season of Swamp Thing if you want to. <laughs> I actually think it's only three episodes, and I'll say I'll blow up the rest. Oh, but... woof. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, Brandon Routh gets to return to the costume. He gets to be Superman in the, what they're saying is most likely Kingdom Come, it looks like they're going for. Oh, cool. In the next crossover event. Grant that Morris, sounds nice. Good comic, uh, an important kind of in between, saying enough with the dark crap in the nineties. Yeah, only do weird LSD trip stuff. Yeah, I'm Grant Morrison. This is my ridiculous overcoat. Uh, yeah, Supergirl no longer has a cape, or she gets pants now instead of a full skirt. Yeah, pants look good. It definitely does. I don't know about the lack of a cape, but. Maybe the cape is CGI and they just didn't have it keyed in yet. Uh, there are some other things that were talked about. Westworld, I don't watch, so I didn't watch the trailer. Uh, Expanse, I didn't watch that trailer either, because, <laughs> again, not something. There's not a lot of active shows I keep up with in honesty at the moment. Uh, I was saying the Atheist gets ones with his dark material on HBO. This is, I think, them shooting to try and recapture the uh, Game of Thrones crowd again. Alright. That makes sense. Looks cool. Uh, it's going to be interesting seeing Lin-Manuel Miranda as an action star. Oh, that's different. Because, yeah, he literally has the line in the trailer of, I fly and I fight. And it shows him flipping a dude over his shoulder. And I'm <laughs> like, you're going to have to try really hard. This is like when Josh Groban did a, a Netflix cop show. It's like, you have to try really hard to convince me you're a cop, man. I did not know that there was a Josh Groban Netflix cop show. Yes. Is, is his partner Michael Buble? What's going on? No, it's uh, with, I believe, Tony Danza. What? Yeah, hold on. I think you're just making this up. <laughs> no, what did it come out? Actually, I may be. Hold on. I'm going to laugh if it's actually a Josh Gad cop show. <laughs> just the voice no. of Olaf busting people. The good cop. Josh Groban and Tony Danso, written by the guy that made Monk. That's bizarre. It is. <laughs> 
I don't know why that didn't pop up on his IMDb as one of the first things, but whatever. I don't know what to do with this information say, now. Poppy, like, I could have swore it was Josh Groban. It wasn't popping up on his IMDb, though. Uh, so, The Witcher. Uh, it yes. looks good. Uh, screw the games, I guess, but it was always going to be like that. I knew <laughs> that already. It's just a whole bunch of just wandering around a countryside and then just plowing people. <laughs> Probably. Now, uh, for people who are unaware, the original creator hates the games because... I forget those are based on a book. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he took a lump sum because, in his mind, video games are stupid and weren't going to make any money. Oh, yeah, I remember this story. And so because of that... He is the biggest because, idiot ever. Yeah. Because they don't follow his books close enough, he incredibly dislikes the game, so that's why you're not seeing any mention of the games and you're only seeing mention of the books in the trailer. Meanwhile, I'm over here reading the books like, why isn't he plowing everybody? Yeah. <laughs> well, the main love interest from the book didn't show up to the third game, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got a behind-the-scenes look at the new Dark Crystal show, but I won't lie, I've never watched any Dark Crystal, so... I feel like I saw some of it as a teenager. Uh, Carnival Row. That definitely looks interesting. Uh, I see some humans fighting each other. I literally thought you were showing me a trailer for a gritty reboot of Saban's Mystic Knights of Tirnanog, the entire trailer, until they dropped the title. And then I was like, what is what? And so, yeah. Uh, Picard. Make it so. Yes, make it so with a new young cast, but we're just, now we're mixing Star Trek's up. And that's fine. It is uh, cool to see Seven of Nine there. Apparently she's only in one episode. Uh, apparently she's in one episode. Apparently Riker's going to pop up in one episode. I hope he steps over a chair all funny. <laughs> Not as much as that. As much as he'll probably just hit on a female cast member and then walk away. But <laughs> That too. Because <laughs> Riker basically replaced Kirk. <laughs> And I hope that he just fights some people. Yeah. He was the best. Um, what else oh, yeah, happened? The Orville Comic-Con? moves to Hulu now. Uh, yeah. And that's a good place for it. It probably is. I didn't watch it much, did you? I DVR'd it and literally never watched it. <laughs> Um, I hear nothing but good things about it, though, so one day I will ultimately check that out, I'm sure. Uh, so, Snowpiercer. Okay. The trailer for its television show. What? Yeah. <laughs> it looks good. It looks like Snowpiercer. Uh, we're going to see if they can handle the ending, which ending they give it. <laughs> things happening on a train. Things happening on a train. Uh, like I said, we're seeing a lot of the same beats. The woman asking for help. A person getting their arm frozen off. Uh, people attacking the guards. It's like, yep, these are all the exact same beats we saw in the <laughs> movie. So we're going to see if you do. You may follow the comic closer, but if you know the ending of the comic, that's going to be really hard. <laughs> You ever want to see a story that you already saw in a movie but told episodically we, instead? Yeah, that seems to be... Do we have the thing for you? I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> so, I guess they talked about that. 
I guess the baby from Dark Crystal was a key player at the age of... Uh, the baby from Labyrinth was a key player for the Dark Crystal hmm. series. Uh, Terminator? Oh, we yeah. got some news there. Do we ever. <laughs> uh, the original John Connor is returning. Good old Edward Furlong. They found him. <laughs> Don't yeah. know where he was. Uh, last thing I saw him in was The Crow, Wicked Prayer. And if you've never seen that, don't. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be interesting, uh, I was reading one article that's kind of bringing it up, is he does have a semi-past with domestic violence. Hmm. So that's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, I kind of remember that, yeah. I guess an incident grabbing a girlfriend by the arm. Yeah, well... 90s child star, he's going to have problems. Yeah, if you also look up what happened to him. Uh, mm, what did happen to him? I think like he got taken away from his parents. Oh, okay, okay. After, yeah, it was a thing. But... <laughs> Something about playing John Connor doesn't seem to go well for people. <laughs> no, it does not. Uh, we got more uh, Walking Dead stuff uh, other than... I think Robert Kirkman talked about why he ended it. He... Is this still alive? Yeah. Jesus. The comic's done. Okay. I know that he didn't even make it to where he wanted to, and I think that upset a few fans. Uh, he was the last person I actually met at Comic-Con. And uh, I actually, I didn't have Walking Dead in my hand. <laughs> and I think he was kind of relieved, because there was <laughs> about five people in front of me had Walking Dead. The guy in front of me had uh, a dinosaur comic book that he does for that he did for one of his kids. Oh, sweet! And I had Invincible, which is also getting another Hulu series, I believe. Oh yeah, they made mini mates of that, and I was like, "What's this?" Yeah. <laughs> so I, went, I had Invincible in my hand for him to sign, and he signed my Invincible comics. And he said something to me I didn't quite catch, but. It was the last day, and he had been paraded around as a show pony for probably three days to four days straight. Yeah. And so he basically looked like he could have stood in as one of his zombies on a show, but I did see a little color come back into his face to actually see. That's I think good. he was a bit happy to see someone else have something in their hands other than just walking dead. Yeah, I'm glad it was a good experience. Yeah. It was cool. Uh... More stuff for My Hero Academia. Uh, Batman Beyond getting a little bit respect. Yeah, they're bringing it back? To Blu-ray. Okay. That's a good place for it. So yes, Batman Beyond gets a Blu-ray release. Uh, IGN has a side-by-side. It looks good. Uh, I definitely like that show. I remember I went through and marathoned it a little while back. It still holds up. It. Uh, if you ever want to see... Henry Rollins is a voice actor. He's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah. And it's still cool to see Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Being Batman. And it's um, Little Friedel before he was Bumblebee. Yeah. He was meant to retire, but I think <laughs> Kevin Conroy's going to find a new thing to retire on. Because Killing Joke just was not the swan song him and Mark Hamill wanted it to be. No. Uh, so, random crossover. Oh, no. (laughs) Sonic is coming into OK Go. Oh, um, hold on. 
Okay, KO, let's be heroes? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Because that's already a video game world, so that that's yeah. totally fine. Yeah, so Sonic's going to pop up there. We saw a trailer for that. Uh, that show is actually pretty good. A lot of people sleep on it. But if you grew up playing, like, brawler, fighty games in the 90s, it's for you, literally. <laughs> That's the world they live in. Every episode of Robotech is now available to stream. Oh, Robotech? Yeah. Hmm. Harmony Gold must have signed some checks or forgot to cash some checks for that to have happened. <laughs> The Rescue Rangers are showing up to DuckTales. Sweet. Though I know a lot of people are questioning after the way they treated Darkwing. Oh, is that bad? I don't think it was bad, but I don't quite think it was what a lot of people wanted. Okay. I think they try to move away from Batman, and it's like, that doesn't really work. Darkwing Duck was always a more <laughs> kid-friendly Batman. Yeah. Rick and Morty, I just don't watch it, so... Do you? I've seen some episodes, and it's... Fine. It's very edgelordy, but I don't hate it, but it has its funny moments, I guess. I guess she Ross panel talked about the true origins. Yeah, that show is still doing good. Um, season three is imminent. Yep. <laughs> Maybe Captain by America. that time we'll have probably finally done the review. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Captain America almost got decapitated. That sounds bad. Yeah, did you hear about that? No. Because that was like one of the scenes they were considering is like getting him decapitated and them just throwing his head. So I imagine it probably would have been like a thing with a ring. Hmm. Which is a fantasy or something. But uh, the Russos actually announced a few more things. They have 21 bridges coming out. That's a lot of bridges. Yeah. Uh, with Chadwick Boseman. So it seems like okay. the Russos went around and just gathered a bunch of... I think I've seen trailers for that. Yeah. So that one is coming out, and that one's... There are trailers out there. I believe they dropped a new one at Comic-Con. I was watching uh, Shutting Down a Borough of New York. Yeah. To try and catch some cop killers. Yeah, they just grabbed a bunch of people, because that one has Chadwick Boseman. Cherry, an opioid thriller with Tom Holland. Okay. Interesting choice. And a mercenary thriller, Dahaka, with Chris Hemsworth. Okay. The other ones they're choosing to adapt is Battle of the Planets. Yeah, Science Ninja Team Gotcha Man. Yeah. And so they're choosing AKA to adapt. AKA G Force. Yeah. That one, because I guess they used to run home after school to watch it, they're saying. Yeah, that was a big deal for a lot of people of that generation. It was not necessarily the first anime we got, but it was one of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, Grimjack number one. So Grimjack, which I guess is an 80s comic series that they're hmm. adapting. Have not heard of it, but okay. I'm sure they'll do it well. I've yet to be disappointed by them. Yeah, they've always done well. And so I think to get on to what was kind of sort of the biggest part of everything, which is, forgive me as I refine my page, uh, find it in a second, but Marvel, I think everyone kind of just backed away this year and Marvel just kind of took it. Yeah. I know they traditionally bounced between Marvel and DC and just everyone seemed to give Marvel the floor this year. 
Yeah, um, seems like I went to sleep and there was like 500 things announced. And I was like, oh god, okay. <laughs> I'm sure you know which one I'm looking forward to the most. And the answer may surprise you. Yes. So, up first, uh, the Black Widow movie. Yep, it's happening. Confirmed. <laughs> Finally, uh, May 1st, 2020. I'll see it. <laughs> so it's confirmed. Uh, I guess they're going old school and stepping back to a prequel before yeah. the start. She's fighting Taskmaster in it, which is fine, but also makes you wonder why Taskmaster never popped up anywhere else. Cough, <laughs> oh, Iron Fist, but... Oh, I didn't watch that. <laughs> no, I'm saying he didn't pop up in that, but why he didn't, I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's one of his primary superheroes he fights, but... Yeah, I love the Taskmaster's power is just, I can do that. <laughs> in all honesty, he probably would have been too powerful for <laughs> Netflix <laughs> Iron Fist. <laughs> The fighting probably would have been too complicated because they chose not to give him a mask like they did with Daredevil. So yeah. the fighting can't be nearly as good. That was a bad idea. It was. Also the fact that their fighting is just okay. <laughs> uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Still on board for it. Um, you sent me a text that Baron Zemo's in it and... They have since unscrambled that image a little bit. And, yep, that looks like Baron Zemo. <laughs> and he gets his mask. Yes, I hope it's permanently glued to his face. Is it permanently glued to his face in the series? In the, comic books? <laughs> the original one before him. It's, okay. His mask was permanently glued to his face because he was like, I'm going to make some cool Nazi super glue. Oh, no! <laughs> was that actually it? <laughs> yes! He made, like, a super, like, sticky weapon of some sort, and it just, like, got on his face and burned his mask to his face. I think he eventually got it off, but like his, he's just got like Deadpool head. Yeah. So why were, why they haven't? I guess they're just sticking to, uh, the Falcon. Why they haven't switched it to Captain America and Bucky? I don't know, but I think it's still coming because the shield's at least a part of the logo at this point. Well, they already announced that he's going to have the shield. Yeah. So. Next one after that, the Eternals. Um, yeah, shrug. <laughs> uh, like I said, there's going to be a few weird ones on here that is, yeah, for me, the exact same thing, which is shrug, <laughs> but that is the exact same response to Guardians of the Galaxy, and look how that turned out. Yeah, so, turned out fine. It's going to be dependent on who you give into, because Guardians is a, almost entirely reliant on James Gunn, so we're going to see how the internals here does. Yeah, it'll, it'll be something to be determined what. It will, and... We're probably going to go deeper in some of these heroes eventually later. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings. Yep. One of the first important, anyway, in Marvel um, Chinese superheroes. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Master of Kung Fu. Yeah, That's cool. who we be. Uh, it looks like we're finally going to get the chance to see the actual Mandarin after he was teased in Iron yeah. Man 2, I think. Uh, Three. Three. I mean, he was there, but he wasn't really there. <laughs> well, they did the one-shot, but I don't know if the one-shots are canon anymore. Yeah, it's hard to tell. They used to include shorts on the DVDs called one-shots. 
and they included one called Long Live the King, where it showed them talking to the fake Mandarin. Yeah. Going, do you know who the real Mandarin is? And then that's the last we ever heard of the fact that there is the real Mandarin out there. So we no longer have Tony Stark. But we'll see how it goes. Ten rings, that that's definitely the Mandarin, so (laughs) that's who he would fight, so Yeah, that's unless they're gonna give it to someone else. Remember Uh, Mandarin from the Iron Man cartoon? Yeah. Where they couldn't make him Chinese, so they just made him green. WandaVision. I can't believe that's the title. But I'm sure the show will be good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it seemed like it's going to be good. We're going to see what it's going to be about. Uh, how they bring Vision back, we'll see. But <laughs> If they bring Vision back. back yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, I mean, I'm on board for anything, Doctor Strange. They're calling this their first horror film. Okay. So we're going to see, and I'd be down for them to start playing around with other genres other than what they currently have. Yeah. In all honesty, Doctor Strange probably should have been an exploration film more than an action film. Yeah, I would say so. And I think, in all honesty, the fact is that an action film is one of the things that kind of it's not a bad movie. I don't hate it, but I do consider that one of the lower tier of Marvel movies. Yeah, it's good, but just kind of there. It's yeah. one of those. In the... It's like Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. They're good. They're there. Iron Man 2 is the exact same boat. <laughs> I haven't seen Captain Marvel. Why I hear Captain Marvel's in that exact same boat, too. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It's there. Uh, Loki? Yeah, this is going to pick up directly after the last... Well, not the last movie, but directly after Endgame leaves off with him running off with the thingy. So, cool. The Tesseract, and so... That logo is terrible, and someone should be ashamed. Yeah. Uh, So, it's really weird that they're doing this, because they've already done some of this, but what if? Yeah, and that will be a fun series. It definitely will but Age of Ultron is a what-if story, is it not? I don't think so. I want to say Age of Ultron canonically happens, but it's, like, far off in the future. Hold on. <laughs> I know I've seen a what-if with... Age of Ultron. I bet the SEO for this is bad. Uh, but... Uh, (laughs) Thor Love and Thunder I'm here for it It's gonna look cool Uh, We're gonna see Jane Foster Thor Uh, It's gonna be interesting Hopefully she gets fleshed out a bit more Cause Jane Foster has a ton more history By the time that she picks up Thor's hammer Yeah In the comic books Than Natalie Portman's Being there Which is sadly the best you can describe her as I know she was supposed to have a whole lot more to do before she got fired on Ragnarok. Or, not fired, before Patty Jenkins Yeah. was fired and removed on Ragnarok. Yeah, and, you know, I think that, I mean, Allie Portman's a good actor, and 
I think a lot of people are going to be quick to brigade because they assume that Chris Hemsworth will not be around any further. Uh, but he will <laughs> because those two coexist within the same time frame. Um, Thor, yeah, Thor Odinson just no longer had Mjolnir. He had either uh, Bjornborn or whatever, which I think is called Godkiller. But in the movie, he'll probably have Stormbreaker, which is his axe. Yeah. Um, the other thing he had during that arc was also an axe, so it'd be fine. You think we'll also see Beta Ray? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> well, we've seen Beta Ray before. Yeah. Oh, Beta Ray Bill. He was one of the faces on the champions of the arena. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's exist. Y'all confirm the existence of him. He's out there. Age of Ultron, uh, 2013 comic series, and crap. Hold on. So, the story takes place on two different Earths: the alternate Earth where Ultron annihilated humanity, and the alternate reality where Morgan Le Fay took over. Uh, so maybe it was an AU. Okay, <laughs> I thought it tied in with everything, but perhaps not. Uh, to jump back up to what's coming out before Thor: Love and Thunder, uh, Hawkeye. Yeah, it's finally happening. It is. We're finally getting Kate Bishop. I'm all in on it. I'm handing over my chips right now. So am I. Uh, I'm definitely excited to see what they're going to do. Uh, it's going to be curious to see a world where Kate Bishop comes up while Hawkeye is still there. Well, I mean, he was running for a little bit. Yeah, he was Ronin. He was dead. <laughs> so it still checks Ronin out. Ronin and then uh, Hawkeye. So yeah. it's going to be cool to see. This I is mean, supposedly him getting his de- his Ronin demons out and then handing it back to uh, Hawkeye. So he says, here, Kate, you take this ninja costume and kill people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the biggest releases, Blade. Yep. This was... The shocker drop on us. Are some motherfuckers still trying to ice skate at Phil? We'll find out. <laughs> Do you still always bet on black? <laughs> uh, we're going to find out. Uh, Marshala Ali, I believe that's how you pronounce it. I believe you. I'm yeah, not even... Stepping into the role. Uh, going to do it a disservice by trying. <laughs> Wesley Snipes. He said he's entirely okay with this, which makes me lead to believe that he is in this movie somewhere. Um... It's probably not the most woke thing to say, but this actor does look a fair bit like Wesley Snipes. <laughs> I, no, like, I've seen pictures of him, and I'm like, that that looks like Blade. So. And that's things. He does look like him. Uh, good casting. <laughs> good casting. Do you think it'll be sad that we won't have a rated R? Um, considering all that you can get away with in a PG-13 anymore, I think it'll be fine. You think so? Because by some standards, the first Blade is probably kind of tame now. It is. Do you think someone's going to... Do you think they'll knock it down to someone's always trying to ice skate uphill now? I don't think they'll use that line at all. I doubt it, but... I just want to... like, It's such a stupid line. Uh, these were announced as kind of a rapid fire, but nothing else with them. Captain Marvel 2 was announced. Uh, duh. That's the first I've even heard of that, but cool. Black Panther 2 was announced, because, duh. Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 already announced. Yeah. Featuring Thor. <laughs> and the reinstatement of Fantastic Four. 
Oh, sick. I knew it was coming, so I can only feign so much surprise. He reinstated. They're reinstating Fantastic Four there, and we don't have time to talk about the mutants, but... They coming. Yeah, was the line, and so we will eventually be getting the X-Men and Fantastic Four back in there. Uh, It's definitely going to be interesting. Both of those franchises have had damage. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Way more, I think, Fantastic Four than uh, X-Men has. Though, from what I understand, uh, the new... What was the newest one? Apocalypse? Uh, Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix is atrocious, from what I've heard. Uh, Doesn't surprise me in the least. Apparently they're trying to mix it in there, and then they're like, oh, right, aliens. That wasn't in the last one, so they mix the aliens <laughs> in there, and apparently just does not work. Yeah. Uh, by aliens, do you mean the brood? Yeah. Okay, well, that's cool, but and that's certainly an X-Men thing. But at the same time, it's kind of weird to just throw it in. So. Yeah, I guess she's talking to some lady that's a cosmic entity, because I guess a lot of fans got upset that in X-Men 3... That they didn't have any cosmic entity attached to the powers. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, so Marvel announced a lot, and at a later point in time, we'll probably get into it. Yeah, there's a lot of meat on that bone to chew on, for certain. Um, I'm excited, though. Like, the last couple of years of Marvel stuff, it's just been like, well, this is all good, and I'm happy for it, but I don't really get excited for announcements but with this stuff i'm like okay we're going in like different directions now and this is pretty cool (laughs) we are uh the first chinese superhero the first uh (laughs) the first vampire superhero (laughs) forgive me uh it was officially confirmed the first lgbt superhero yeah valkyrie valkyrie was officially confirmed though i'm like yeah much of a point in confirming that gave me some confusion when you sent me that because i was like uh, Marvel's had gay people for a while. I don't yeah. know what they're talking about. And then, the first one in the MCU, and though, I was like, oh, if you okay. count Justin Hammer in prison. Ouch. <laughs> um, <laughs> there are some people that did point that out when they're talking whether or not Valkyrie is. Uh, he has shown to have a boyfriend in prison, so it's like, <laughs> I don't know whether or not you count that. But uh, Marvel that. did throw that out there originally. Okay. Wow, fair enough. Yeah, just in that one shot that I mentioned earlier, some guy's kissing on his neck and he goes, not right now, honey. It's like, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That's there. If you really, really want to be a stickler, I guess, for all you Marvel <laughs> trivia fans later down the line, there you um, go. Actually. <laughs> yeah. If you want to win a million dollars on HQ, there you go. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot about HQ. Whether or not you should play it is up to you. Uh, historically, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, historically, I just suck at it, but... <laughs> I would get far and then get eliminated in the lasts and be like... <laughs> every yeah. time. Any other things? Uh, You want to talk about that reunion raw for a little bit? Yeah, we can. So. Oh, uh, there's, there's lots of wrestling news that we can get into, at least. Oh, right. That is something else I forgot to mention. So, um, Raw did a, was this a reunion or like anniversary or something? Reunion. Okay. So there was a Raw reunion because USA is like, card out all your old people. Everyone loves it. And it was 
a show that had various degrees of success. Somehow um, better, actually, than the 50th anniversary. <laughs> yeah, that for sure is true, because that 50th show was pretty woof. Yeah. Um, this was the first Raw I actually watched all the way through in ages. Uh, do I regret it? Maybe a little, but I did have some fun with some of the segments. Um, just starting with the things I remember, uh, Gallows, Anderson, and AJ Styles are together, but not as the Bullet Club, and not as the OGBC, or not as anything with the word club in it except maybe a little. They're now called the OC. Orange County. <laughs> yeah. Cue up California by Phantom Planet, because here we come. Yeah. Um... That's a brutal name, but <laughs> apparently it stands for the original club, the only club that matters, something else, which is not enough letters for the OC. But anyway, um, good to see them all back together as heels. I think that's what they prefer to do, so glad they're having a good time. It definitely is. It's got to be interesting to see what he does going forward. Yeah. Uh, seeing as Ricochet wasn't on this show. Yeah, sure it looks cool at least, but it's got stuff on the back which sucks. Yeah. Uh, they're still trying hard on Japan. Yeah, they've got the uh, samurai gas mask thing going on. Yeah, which... Give it to AJ if you're going to put it on the mat. <laughs> yeah. He's worn it when he went to Japan, so... Yeah, it looked pretty cool. Um, a lot of people were back. We had Medusa... Uh, apparently at some point, I'm sorry, Alundra Blaze is what she was called in WWE. Um, apparently Alicia Fox is a legend. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were questioning that when they brought out everyone at the very end. Uh, the show opened with Cena. He doesn't, he comes out, just sort of speaks. I imagine he probably still has one or two movie contracts, so he probably still can't bump. Yeah, he's got to go do things fast and or furiously. <laughs> Yeah, and so that's why when he wrestles and you say, see his matches, he was using the uh, the Superman punch or whatever, his knockout mm. punch thing. Because he can't take bumps anymore because too many people are worried about him getting injured because Fast and Furious, uh, the Usos and Rikishi. I was halfway expecting Rikishi to strip in the ring, but it never happened. <laughs> I expected I a stink face. Uh, yeah, I put it on at work. Was where I started it, and then I came back home and finished it. And when I put it on at work, and they brought Rikishi out, this it's me and like one of the girls sitting there. And when I saw, I'm seeing Rikishi come out. I'm like, Are you gonna take off your pants or not? Are you gonna take off your pants or not? Are you gonna take off your pants or not? Was my one thought process. Cause I'm like, I do not have time to explain. You really I'm wanted doing. him to take off his pants, didn't you? <laughs> I don't care either way. But <laughs> it's like I do not have time to explain why this guy is taking his pants off in the middle of the ring. <laughs> Was essentially a diaper. Out there. Yeah, no wrestling to anyone who you assume doesn't watch wrestling is immediately the worst thing to have on. And uh, we have a Dudley because yeah. Bubba's the famous Dudley boy. Yeah, the famous Dudley boy because <laughs> Bubba is Ring of Honor right now. Yeah, we got Devon. He's here because Bully, which is in all honesty the better version of Bubba, yeah. is currently in Ring of Honor. So hey, where's Spike doing? Where is he at? He could have been there. Yeah, he could have. Then, uh, we well, got a lot of people didn't show up because they couldn't be medically cleared. Yeah. Because I know that Sid would have been there otherwise, which would have been cool. We had a lot of fun. Uh, I am not obligated 
to show up to things. Uh, Someone's at my door. <laughs> Jimmy Hart was there with Hulk Hogan talking in the back room for a second. Uh, we had a lot of fun with the 24-hour title, which continues to be the most consistent thing across both shows as the best part of wrestling right now. Yeah, it's... Other than Bray Wyatt, who did get his stuff in. It's a lot of fun. Um, Bray Wyatt, now a spooky boy, who wears a mask and... Though the mask is referred spooky to as things. The Fiend. Yeah, they should have worked up that name just a little bit longer. <laughs> it's good, uh... <laughs> He was actually, like, he attacked McFoley, which is probably the actually only time that we saw any nostalgic clips on Raw. Yeah. Was the world's quickest uh, shift when McFoley won the championship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it, Nitro that announced McFoley was going to win the championship right as he won it? Yeah, that'll put the butts in the seats. See? Yeah, and then switched over. And everybody's like, oh, cool. Click. Yeah, and switched <laughs> over. Yeah. Uh, and so he comes out and he uses the Mandible Claw, which I hope Bray keeps. Yeah, I feel like good. the Mandible Claw really fit, fits the Fiend really well. So he has Sister Abigail and he has Mandible Claw to give him a submission move, too. Yeah, it'd be neat if he did. I know it's kind of an old school thing to be doing a claw, but I think it would work really well. I mean, nobody else is doing it, so you may as well. Yeah. Um, What else happened on this show? Uh, so... <laughs> I'm trying to think of who it started with. Eventually, Drake Maverick won yeah. the championship off of R-Truth after the Hurricane tried and Drake Maverick tried at Comic-Con. Hurricane hot on his feud with Ron Funches. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Ron Funches trained, so. Yeah. Then, uh... I hope they work things out. <laughs> Jerry Brisk Was it Briscoe first? I honestly forget which one's which anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was Jerry Briscoe first... Hits him with his cane and beats him down. Stands on top of him. So Briscoe wins the belt. Then <laughs> Pat Patterson ties Briscoe. Pat Patterson is kicked in the balls by... Who was it? It's one of the girls that was there that night. Uh, Carmella? No, uh, no. Kelly Kelly. Oh, you're right. Kelly Kelly and then... Um... Who was after Kelly Kelly? That's the one I can't remember. Oh, my God. It was a single name girl. Carmella sounds right, but it was a different Carmella. But... Yeah, it was one of the legends. I get out yeah. of Kelly because she choked her out. Oh, man. All right, hold on. Let's God dang it. See if we can remember this. But Candace Michelle? Yeah, it may have been Candace that choked out Kelly Kelly to win it. And then... Yeah, the original Diva Search Carmella didn't stay around, so that's why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she either choked her out, or Alundra Blaze either choked uh, Candace out. Alundra picks it up and goes, I'm not going to be the championship. Well, walks off. <laughs> and then threatens to toss it in the trash can again. Yep. And then what happens? And then the million dollar man buys it off of her. He did. So now it's canonically established that you can just buy that title. You don't even have to compete for it. <laughs> yeah. Even though they said that he couldn't buy the Raw Championship or whichever champion he was after. 
Nope. Apparently it works different for the 21st It works set. different because you can just buy it. So she hands it to him. He becomes it. <laughs> and then he's killed in his car. His car yeah. <laughs> so we later see him go back. Steps in the limo because he's not bumping. And so <laughs> we just hear... It noises, literally, noises, noises, it slam. literally sounds like muffled yeah. gunshots. Slam, 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 which is the three count, and Drake Maverick pops out. So Drake Maverick runs away, getting chased it by back. the League of Jobbers. Then uh, they they uh, later come back to the same limousine that Million Dollar Man was going to leave in. So who knows? Maybe they're just <laughs> taking his limo away, dead bodies back there. And so him and his wife are about to leave. His wife gets in the limo. Our truth rolls him up. <laughs> wins, jumps in the limo, and takes off with Drake Maverick's title and Drake Maverick's wife. Oh, sweet. So, you know, Mike Kanellis was supposed to be the one that's having marital problems, but maybe now it's going to be <laughs> Drake Maverick, too. Who knows? Oh, man. That Mike Kanellis storyline is so weird. <laughs> It because is. there's context that most people don't have for it. Because apparently on 205 Live, Mike Kanellis is a huge bully and is worthy of this being bullied by his wife. But if you don't see that, it's just some weird femdom story playing out on Raw. <laughs> it is. But then, uh, yeah, there are a few other things. Uh, Samoa Joe talked bad about the Legends and then got beat up by Roman Reigns for it. Yeah. Sami Zayn talked bad about the legends and then got beat up by Rey Mysterio for it. Because Rey Mysterio counts as a legend also, though he didn't come out on stage like a yeah. little boss did. Rob Van Damme is present and blazed. Yeah. Which is actually called out on TV. Yeah, the Street Profits. Why are you putting high drops in? I was just hanging out with Rob Van Damme. <laughs> that one was a good one. That did make me laugh. Yeah. Uh, Braun back to his old tricks and squashing some random guy. Which did get the laugh of this random skinny guy in the ring and Corey Graves just going, this guy is the reason that Warped Tour is not cool anymore. Yeah, he had a faux hawk. The middle of it was pink. And he's got like a chest piece and all this. And I'm like, yeah. Corey Graves, you also look like that. I don't know why you're talking like that. Because <laughs> he's dating Carmelo, so he can. Corey Graves looks like he could front any pop punk band from that era. No, he does. <laughs> No, he has the cool knuckle tattoos, though. <laughs> you uh, could literally just Photoshop Corey Graves into Good Charlotte, and, like, everyone would believe that. Yeah. Uh, Rick Flair <laughs> comes out. Flair just sort of hangs out and talks. Uh, he can't quite style and profile anymore. But he does go, woo! He does go, woo, and that sort of thing. is. It's like, watching him walk out there, it's like, Flair, man, you may not want to admit it, but I think you need the chair, buddy, because you were struggling walking. Yeah, Flair's a very old man now. He's very old, and you can tell very fragile now. Uh, but Flair comes out, uh, followed by Hogan. Yeah, Hulk Hogan's here. and uh, They're in Florida, they had to. Mark Henry and Booker T are not pleased. Yeah, no. Like I said, uh, all the legends come out. I forgot Booker T did step onto commentary for a little bit. Yeah. If you actually, uh, we'll talk about it in a second, but, uh, then after all this, Austin hits, Austin kind of gives, like, the best speech of the night. Yeah, it was good. Austin's, like, you can go and watch his speech, and it's probably the, <laughs> the thing best that part of the show. The, yeah, it's the best part of the show and made everything worth it, and it's kind of cool to see Austin, you know, 
this is Austin. This isn't the rattlesnake talking anymore. Yeah. And it's definitely cool to see. Yeah, it was basically just an advertisement for his beer, his podcast, and his upcoming USA show. <laughs> yeah, it was, but, you know, he talked about family, he talked about stories. Yeah, we're, we're all apparently related now. Yeah, Jerry Briscoe uh, breaking laws in South Africa, so <laughs> who knows what that is. Eesh. But everything was really cool, everything. Like I said, it was an okay show. The wrestling wasn't great. Yeah, forgot to mention that... Um, meme I've seen going around where uh, the OC and DX and the NWO. Oh, right, yeah. Where it's like, if you've seen the episode of King of the Hill where they just beat up on the teenagers at paintball, it's the same thing. <laughs> I did like a, oh, crap, I forgot Billy, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was still cool to see. Uh, kind of. It sucks that it came at the cost of the OC because they kind of probably needed a victory there. Yeah. OC, don't steal. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's no way that Shawn Michaels and Triple H are going to lose Yeah. at the same time. So, yeah, it was the click, and they actually do reference themselves as the click at one point in time. Uh, Seth Rollins gets to take Billy's spot at saying, you can. Man, imagine having to take the spot of Billy Gunn. Yeah. <laughs> You can! And the crowd sucks it. Also, they kind of proved one of the reasons that, uh... You can't always do everything during this. Because <laughs> was it Candice LeRae, right? With that uh, Candice Michelle. Candice Michelle that they walked up to and were like... Hey, Candice, you want to ride the... And he mouths the words. He doesn't even say it. He lets the audience yell, Ho, train! It's like... Oh, is... the, the announcer girl. Yeah. Yeah. That is the exact reason. Charlie, I think, yeah. Yeah, Charlie Crusoe, forgive me, was the one that got asked if she wants to ride the hoe train. It's like, not all your gimmicks worked anymore, WWE. <laughs> you probably should remember that. Because you brought him back multiple times, but this is the first time you've ever actually let him say hoe train. I think this will be well, the last time. <laughs> he didn't say it. The audience said it for him. Yeah. He mouthed the words. He didn't actually say it. <laughs> Uh, other than that, um, AEW announced that they are starting October 2nd on TNT, so thank God. They're going Wednesdays. <laughs> every, every Wednesday. Same week as Fox is moving, or SmackDown with Fox, so we're going to see. Uh, it looks cool. The tickets are going on sale for their first show. It's weekly. It seems like the Chris Jericho Instagram post applies that to traveling but i don't know yeah they may but uh if they just have the one set somewhere like impact used to do that's also not the worst thing either well, i mean nxt does it too now so. yeah but yeah it's not the worst thing if they just have the one set in washington dc yeah but it'll be good i have faith that they'll put on consistently good shows just based on their last two free pay-per-views which is still bonkers to me yeah no, it's been really good. They they do good. They'll be good. Uh, yeah, there's going to be questions of whether or not they're going to keep poking the bear at WWE or if they're going <laughs> to back off or not, but we'll see. Obviously, you know, the counter-programming pick of the first week. SmackDown's on Fox is a small, but that was expected. Yeah, but... I mean... I feel like they just have to acknowledge the competition in some way because WWE's been doing the same, so. 
They have, but it's just it's hard to say. Acknowledgement versus him smashing the throne. Yeah. Acknowledgement versus him standing in the ring going, how was that for counter-programming? <laughs> like I said, they've always done good. They've always been good. Uh, they probably need some help with their women's division, but we'll see. Well, I think it's being handled pretty well. So It is, but <laughs> as I said... Brandy Spear needs a lot of work because she's the first yeah. woman you see in that trailer. So I don't even think she'll be that much of a competitor. I always assumed she would just be like managing Cody. <laughs> no, she's a competitor. Gets in the ring, and oh, I'm gonna right. be curious if we're gonna see Kong versus Kong on a the actual show, or if that's gonna be pay per views. We will have to see. Because Asha Kong versus. Awesome Kong. Aren't they the same person? <laughs> no, uh... Aja Kong versus... Oh, what is... Her name, then? I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah. But, anything else you want to mention? Uh... Actually, let me rearrange our segments real quick, but... No, I think we're good as far as the weeks and everything. So let's go to the show zone right now. <laughs> that was planned. Oh, Asia Kong. Okay. I got you now. I was forgetting about her existence. Um, so, welcome to the Shill zone. It's the part of the show where... We say, hey, pay us. <laughs> um, we've still got the same merch on our Redbubble site, redbubble.com slash r-r-partycast. Uh, buy something. Nobody else has. <laughs> you'll be the first of... You'll be the first. Yeah. Um, if you want to support us and keep us running smoothly... Uh, there is our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash RagingRobotPartyCast. Um, our tiers are pretty reasonable. And again, I laid down that challenge. If you go $10 or higher, um, you can literally request something. We'll review whatever. We'll review Mortal Kombat Annihilation if you want us to. I don't want to, but I will. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's a cool way to help us out. Uh, you'll get some cool, fun bonuses and some cool swag. So, do it. What are you waiting for? And to those who are already doing it, thanks for doing it. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> to say it, a free way to support us always, uh, please remember to share, like, and subscribe. I know people hate it when we say it, but there's no other way to get up in the rankings, no other way to grow the podcast. So Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely rate us on the Apple Podcast app and listen to us on Spotify because Spotify is actually a pretty slick way to listen to us. Yeah. Um, shout out as always to our patrons, uh, William, Ty, and Claire. Um, so, believe it or not, I I got a sense about something right now that you got mail. Oh, all right. Let's check this out. Looks like we finally have an email. <laughs> cool. Hey guys. Mike Parchman from the Turgo... Ah. Well, let's start that shit over. 
Hey guys, Mike Parchman from Turbo, Turbo Magnumcast here. That's hard to say when it's all smushed together, dude. Um, here with a question for you fellas to discuss. My co-host and myself are discussing the fact that new cinema, this current era, has run out of ideas, it seems. Superhero movies are great, and you have a large pool of source material and a pool of money around that to work with. Or some over-the-top movie like Michael Bay style, or some remake of some older movie like Disney or horror movies like It. What's the deal? Is current cinema dead? Will Netflix and streaming services be the new king? Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. Mike. Hmm. Well, I think Netflix is just the new norm in a lot of ways. It is. Uh, I don't think it's dead. I've always said this. Uh, the birth of originality gives... The death of originality gives the birth to creativity. Yeah. I don't mind the remakes. I don't mind seeing what I've seen before, but I want to see it done differently. I want to see it done well, you know, the... What is it? We all just retelling the same five stories or whatever yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, Very, uh, like I said, I want to see it different. Like, She-Ra is way different than the 80s show is on Netflix. Yes, it's much better. <laughs> yeah, it's much better. Uh, we get better characters from it. And it's like they're the same characters, but just run through a different filter and written well and competently. <laughs> uh, same thing with the Voltron show was, too. Yeah. It's not, like I said, you can do it. You just have to do it well. The original, the new It is way different than the original... uh, Yeah, the miniseries one. The miniseries. Yeah. Some consider it better, some consider it worse. Also, that had a trailer at Comic-Con. Forgot, but... Yeah, it did. Um, I mean, there's no shortage of, like, original properties that do still come out. Like, uh, we spoke about the movie Drive before. That wasn't based on anything, to my knowledge. Um, it was just Nicholas Rinding, blah, Nicholas Rinding Refn and his muse Ryan Gosling were just like, "Hey, let's make this super violent movie real quick." And he was like, "Okay." Oh, what you're gonna ignore the transport series? No. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's still original ideas that come out here and there. It's just what you're gonna see the most of is what has the most money behind it and what makes the most money, which is anything under Disney's banner right now. Yeah, Which is or Disney slash anything that's also going to be Oscar baity. Yeah, I mean even like uh, Disney's originals like Frozen, I think that is based on some story, but it it has no connection. Oh really? It has it is based on some story, but yeah. it's close to nothing. It's based on an old Christian fairy tale. Yeah, so I mean there's that. Um, I mean there's Tangled that was based on a fairy tale, and that's actually really good. Um, Moana is very good. Uh, Coco, where they're just using oh, yeah. and taking worlds and molding them. Yeah, as much as Disney remakes and does um, franchises, I mean, they do have a fair amount of creativity that they do put out there. Meanwhile, owning everything. Um, I mean, there's always like other art forms, too, that get creative, like comedy wrestling is a huge thing now and it just doesn't seem like it should go to weather but it yeah. does um wrestling promotions with a more serious edge to it that have ongoing canon and everything where it's treated like a comic book that's a thing um 
But overall, I don't really think cinema is dead. I think cinema is just advancing to new stages that people don't necessarily yet know how to adapt to. Because I feel like Netflix originally in its you know proto form where you got stuff in the mail, that was cool. It made it cool for a lot of people to see things they wouldn't ordinarily see and at a very low cost. And then the advent of streaming came along. And that literally changed everything about how we take in entertainment. Yeah. Um, everything has its own platform now, which in some ways is good, and in some ways is not so good. Once you see how much you can spend <laughs> between all of them. Yeah. Um, but it has made everything more accessible than ever, no matter how niche it is, which is good, in my opinion. Because it gets things out there to people who didn't know they needed them, but surprise, they're into this now. Um, overall cinema though, uh, there's still Quentin Tarantino still working. He's got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood coming out. Um, is that a remake of anything? <laughs> Cause I didn't no, think that through. I think, uh, it may have stolen a title, but at best I know this isn't yeah. a remake of anything. Okay. Um, I mean, RIP to Rudger Hauer, um, Blade Runner had that sequel not too long ago and it's a sequel, but there's still not a whole lot else like it, you know? Yeah. Uh, if you want to talk about originality and Rutger Hauer, Hobo with a Shotgun. Yes. It's like uh, streaming has also given like an advent to new forms of grindhouse cinema to where you can see things that maybe won't make it at a theater, but you can see it on whatever streaming service. And it's like an old school, either gore fest or horror or anything like that. Um, I don't know if we're answering this question. <laughs> like I said, no, I don't think. I think what happened is the biggest thing that's changed is the change of uh, advertising budgets. Yeah. And so the blockbusters are what are advertised. The blockbusters have the money to put, you know, $10, $20 million into advertising itself. Yeah. And so because of that, we often only, and I think that's one of the big things, is we often only see the blockbusters. And so people look at the blockbusters and go, well, those are the only films that ever come out now. It's like, no, indie film is still thriving. Oh, it's yeah. easier than ever to make your own films nowadays. Yeah, just about anything can run in an Alamo Draft House. Yeah. <laughs> film festivals are still out there. Uh, streaming services, as he said, have made it easier to try and push films out there try and get them back to you yes you would get eyes on it that um you wouldn't have maybe ever gotten back then like i said i'm curious to see what the future is going to hold i think we're like i said we're in a changing period right now we're still in a middle ground where people are starting to change stories but they're also still sticking to the same stories simultaneously we are in a dark period um which means creativity will arise from it because people will be inspired by what's going on yeah because look at um world war ii as an example lots of creativity arose from that which you know horrible that it took a war for it obviously but um there's infinite things that have been written around the idea of it or experiences or so on and so forth so um yeah, I mean, I think it's just the way that we take in media is different. I don't think there's necessarily anything going away or changing about movies other than the fact that we can see them easier and quicker than ever. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that answered the question. Um, hopefully. 
basically yes and no. <laughs> Alright, so, any closing thoughts? Um, a lot of good stuff came out of Comic-Con, man. I wasn't expecting that much, like, at once. But, it's like I said, it felt, felt like I went to sleep that weekend, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh my god, everything is coming out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, sorry, I was about to start an audio on something that should not be started. We were about to hear the trailer for You've Got Mail. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's been a minute since I've seen that film. I know they're saying that they forced uh, everyone that worked at Bag Ryan's bookstore to hang out together because he <laughs> wanted more realistic dialogue. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like the right control, I don't think is uh, in the script. I think that was just a. Well, that's a spoiler. But, all right. <laughs> Sorry about that. I didn't mean to interrupt yeah. you. Uh, one day we will get it together with our audio cues. So, in honor of. Gallows and Anderson and AJ Styles. We're going to close with the theme to the OC. We'll see everybody next week. And we hope that um, everything that you want to put into the world and everything positive that can come your way comes your way. See you next time.